to. Are you hungover or is that my imagination? Uh, slightly, slightly. Okay. It's a it's a Saturday. Have, sorry, I should have asked you before we started. No one really <laughs> wants to hear that. Um, <clears throat> it was, I mean, it it was a concern of mine, sort of coming into this again, hungover. All of the podcasts you and just hungover. Mm. <sighs> Did you go out last night? Me, God no, I've I haven't been out for. I don't I don't even have a baby yet, but um, I feel like I can't go out at the moment. Um, okay, we'll 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 discuss this afterwards. Um, yeah, yeah, shall, yeah. We probably, should we, yeah, shall we probably? Should we? Yeah, should we? Should we? Should we do a podcast instead of just having like a 20, 30 minute conversation uh, about our lives? Uh, that's kind of what this is. So. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. Oh no. The way it gets derailed every single week. Um, <laughs> Uh, it feels like a while since we've recorded one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little look at the notes and remind myself what this uh, podcast is about. Hello, <laughs> everyone, uh, and welcome to another episode of Freelancers F, a tongue-in-cheek, realistic appraisal of freelance life, not the romanticised weird <laughs> that people throw around. Nice. My name is Ewan Brock. I'm a digital freelancer based in the northwest of England, and today I am joined by a very special guest. It is Oliver James Cuthbertson. <laughs> Yep. Crowd goes wild. Uh, <laughs> great. I am hung over. Oh, I want it on the record, but I'm very professional, and because of that, I'm going to power through. Oh, we should do an episode this. about um, working while hung over and how you just got to power through not, it. Yeah, how you shouldn't do it. Every single day of your professional career, you've uh, turned <laughs> up to work hung over, and you've made it work. That's brilliant. You're just turning in, trashed. <laughs> yeah. No, everyone, don't don't go into work hungover. That's not. It's not one. It's not a good look. Two. I mean, you won't get you won't get asked back. Well, but if you're doing a full time job, just a very quick note: if you're doing a, a job that you hate, oh god, and you're you're like you're working in Tesco's and you hate it, and you want to get back at the man, then yeah, get wasted the night before. <laughs> go in hungover, do a half assed job, and <sighs> stick it to the man. You know that's fine. Don't have a hangover on your day off. That's crazy. Enjoy your day off. Um, but yeah, freelancing, yeah, yeah, don't be hung over on your days off. Get hung over on on working. Yeah, do hours. it on the company time. Don't do it on the, <laughs> on your own time. Anyway, that's just a tip for your you full timers. But you can listen to our full time uh, non freelance mm-hmm. podcast over at yes, not freelance as f as f dot com. Fabulous. Okay, so today we are on episode nineteen, and today we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. Yeah. Tell tell me all about that, Oliver. <laughs> you just I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna, you don't I am going to cruise through this episode like the most chill, laid back, yeah. hungover man ever. Have you got your shades on? You're just you, now you're going to sit back and let me just. Ram I'm in on. a dressing gown. I'm drinking water. Uh, everything feels real nice, real good. I'm in a good place right now. Great. Um, um imposter syndrome. Have you ever experienced that, Oliver? Yeah. I know you are a very professional man and, you know, you have several accolades like boys, uh, Mummy's Best Boy. Mummy's Best uh, Boy, bronze swimming certificate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you ever felt slightly out of your depth? Yeah, I, I, sometimes to this day I don't feel like I deserved that bronze certificate. I don't feel like I really earned it. I feel like they gave, they gave it to me out of pity because I really couldn't about, swim. What about Mummy's Best Boy? Mummy's Best Boy, I am Mummy's Best Boy, and I deserve that award. <laughs> so that's, I don't have imposter syndrome there. Um, hi, Mum. Uh, yeah, 
I mean, no, I, I get it all the time at work. Uh, I, I go in. Sometimes they'll ask me to do something mm -hmm. if I'm at a place, a studio, doing um, kind of any kind of design work. And I, I, sometimes I tense up. If they ask me to do something, I, I'll go, oh, God, why have they got me in? I'm terrible at this. What on Just earth am I doing? Just start sweating. Yeah, and sometimes I even, I get that, you get those thoughts where you're like, oh, my God, they've obviously, they don't know what my actual skill set is, so they've <laughs> accidentally hired me to do this. Do you even know your skill set, Oliver? No, I do not. <laughs> so uh, that's probably where it comes from. Um, um, I guess, like, is it is it normal to sort of experience this uh, this imposter syndrome vibe? Because I, I, looking at it, I think I could see a number of people who've perhaps uh, done very well in their endeavours. And, uh, you know, on the outside, looking in, of course you would be like, no, these guys don't suffer from imposter syndrome whatsoever. They're flying. They're having the best time of their lives. And in actual fact, probably more 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 often than not, they are experiencing some big time imposter syndrome. Yeah, I think I think I don't know. I can't speak for I can't get I'm not gonna try and get inside no, the head. I want of, you to uh... I want you to speak on their behalf, okay. all right? I want you to make some reckless reckless statements and I'm gonna call you up on um, each and every one of them. That's God's work. Uh, but I'll <laughs> do my best. Um uh, I don't believe in God. I don't know why I said it's God's word. <laughs> Sorry, that's uh, that's too personal. Um, Episode twenty, God, God, religion. and how he or she can help you through your freelance mm -hmm. career. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. If you pray hard enough, maybe, maybe, maybe get a little boost. <laughs> oh my God. That's how I got my bronze swimming. Stiffer. Let's get this back on track. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, what were you saying? Yeah, I think everyone gets it. I mean, I can't. Uh, Did the big I, boys I, and girls? Yeah. Did the big boys and girls get it? Uh, yeah, because. They must do, man. Like, they must you get, get hired it? sometimes. Although, I don't know, man. Sometimes you see a, a guy, like maybe another freelancer. Yeah. You look across the room. Sometimes they're in a studio. I look across the room at them, like, and they're fl they look like they're flying. Like, the fingers yeah, are going Yeah, they've got on their the shades on. Yeah. And they're I'm like, like Neo oh God, in the Matrix. They, they actually know what they're doing, and I'm the only one who doesn't know what I'm doing. And then I look back <laughs> at my computer screen as I kind of shuffle, <laughs> I shuffle the, the uh, windows across. Just move some folders around. Just move some folders. Look like you, you know what you're doing. Uh, I mean, to be honest, recently I got asked to do something very heavy. Actually, this mm. was yesterday that I got asked <laughs> to do something very heavy in After Effects. I don't know if I don't want to get too specific because this is like freelance, mm -hmm. not specifically motion design. But no, again, um, we work, we can apply all rules to any any freelance. Oh, yeah, let's thing. not go into and the if whole you want, gardening. You... I don't want yeah, you, you to do the. <laughs> Well, maybe at the end of this, I'll you can try it. and apply this. Just do I'll it, do fine. It. At the end, uh, they asked me to do something really heavy, which I, I honestly don't know how to do. And mm -hmm. But I said, yeah, man, that's, yeah, I know how to do that, kind of. I mean, I, did, I didn't say I knew exactly how to do it, but I was like, I can work this out, it's fine. Uh -huh. It's like using a, a plug-in in After Effects. Okay. And it's quite, he it's quite a complex thing, and it's like doing special effects and all this stuff. Um, but you know what? I just watched a few videos on um, <laughs> on YouTube while I was while I was fiddling around in After Effects, and I kind of like uh -huh. I kind of worked it out, and it was fine. And but before that, I had this burning imposter syndrome where I was like, "Oh my god, I cannot do this. Why oh, have no. they hired me? Why have they asked me to do this? This is crazy. This is way beyond me." Uh, uh -huh. But I think in the end, you you always manage to. Well, you don't always manage to pull it. Round. But if you just go on the internet and ask Google, it's usually fine. Yeah. Ask, ask Jeeves. Yeah. Hey, whatever happened to that? Jeeves. Is that still... Uh, I bet he's still around. Yeah. 
Um, okay, well, I mean, yeah, I could do I could do the analogy of you know the gardener, the freelance gardener. He's been asked to put on a uh, a garden party uh, for the uh, for the attendees of the park, and uh, that's completely outside of his skill set. But you know, maybe he's going to go on YouTube and uh, Google how how to set up a a little tea party. Yeah, I mean, uh, to and be then, fair, that was, he, that's too easy. Then he pulls off the event astronaut. of the year. Freelance astronaut. <laughs> How has he got uh, imposter syndrome? Go. Well, maybe the freelance uh, astronaut has been asked to put on a tea party for NASA space. Uh, uh, you're trapped in the tea party analogy. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> uh, um, do you think it's kind of normal for a... F- okay, so here's my vibe on it. As a freelancer, you have to kind of straddle a number of, number of skill sets in order to try and get work. So I think that actually embracing and getting used to the idea of imposter syndrome. I mean, to me now, I don't necessarily feel it in my professional work environment because if someone asks me to do something, it's always going to sit within that kind of skill set that you're quite comfortable with anyway. And even if you don't know how to do it, it's like you say, you already know you're going to jump onto YouTube, you're going to jump onto Google, you're going to search it immediately and you're going to get all the results. Honestly, YouTube is is insane. Like I didn't know how to do this thing with this plugin. Ten minutes on YouTube, and I, I'm I consider myself a <laughs> adequate master of this particular plugin. I mean, it's, it's not. It looks complicated, but once you go on YouTube, there's people with even files they'll give you for free, mm. and they go, "Yeah, look in this file. It's really easy. Boom." They talk you through it. I've got to say, uh, yeah, there's not a lot. Maybe maybe imposter syndrome is a thing of the past because of YouTube. That's extreme. Okay. Well, yeah, I agree in this sort of professional sense of being asked to do a specific task, but then you can apply it to your personal work. And then I think it takes on a completely different... Oh, I see, yeah. A completely different vibe. Because then if you're looking at, a, a, you know, creative personal work, things that you produce or make, you're always going to compare yourself with someone else. You're always going to compare yourself. Probably oh, like, yeah. more like More likely than not to your idols, to the people that you aspire to, you know become or like mature as an artist into so you're always comparing yourself to someone who has literally been like living and breathing it for a number of years or perhaps have just come to it in a sort of very natural short I don't know sort of like very quick realization of what that work or like what uh, body Britney work Spears is like suddenly yes, she was exactly. like really big she had exactly. baby one more time it was great fantastic and she yeah just, and all boom. the all Exactly. And me putting on my solo performances in front of the mirror somehow felt very amateurish from yeah. there on in. I mean, if you're talking being a pop star, you can't really <laughs> compare yourself to Britney. You're never going to be that. Exactly. Uh, so you but should may- have maybe imposter we should... syndrome. You know, maybe, maybe it's a healthy should... thing, though, the, the imposter syndrome. Like, you, you know, you should look at you should reflect on your own ability and think, is my work as good as these people's work? If not, they're the, you know, you look at the other professionals in the field, and if you're not as good as them, if you don't think you're as good as them, don't be too down on it. Just go, you know what? I need, I obviously need to do a bit of learning and uh, and practice. I agree. I can, I concur, dear fellow. Yeah. But then, should you even think of it in those terms, or should you just create work for your own satisfaction, and and not compare yourself to others? Uh, I mean, yeah, there's that whole cliche: you shouldn't compare yourself to others, and I do can't, I buy into that. But at the same time, you have to, all life is comparison. You only, you only know when you're hot because you knew you were cold beforehand. It's all relative. Hot or not. Hot or not. 
Yeah, I mean, but you know what I mean? Like you, you, everything you see, everything in terms of relative, um, you know, so you're only good. If you were the only human being on earth, you would be the mm -hmm. best human being on earth at drawing, no matter what Thank you were. You, mate. <laughs> no, no, but no, when I say you, I mean anyone. You, no, no, I'm going to take that. Yeah, okay, Thank you, take mate. it as That's God, really whatever. nice of you. Uh, <laughs> but you see, what you to a certain extent, you have to compare yourself to the level of the field, because the you know four hundred years ago, you might have been you know compared to the the other people in the field of art. I don't know, like I I don't know. You see what I mean, though. Yeah. You have to compare yourself to others. There's no there's no option there. You can't just go mm. la 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 and just scratch around in the dirt and then go, well, this is great. I'm going to try and make a career out of. Um, why not? Because then, if you're not comparing yourself to others, <clears throat> oh, is that hangover? Mm, it's really kicking in now. <laughs> if you're not comparing yourself to others, then you're not distracting yourself with these sort of like aspirations to be something that perhaps you're not. Yeah, that's true. But although, so there's a key difference here. If you just want to do it and it, you you're happy doing it for fun, you don't want to make money out of it, as in you don't want to make a living. That's great. But if you want to yeah. make a living, you need to look at everyone else in the field and go, "Am I? Is it possible for me to even make a living in this?" And I, but do are you, you see, doing that, Ollie? Are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it constantly. So that's why I've always got imposter syndrome. When I, when I think about my art and my, my, especially my paintings, my digital paintings, mm -hmm. I look at the concept artists in the field or the, uh, the other book illustrators, and I'm always, I never, I'm always short. I always look at them and I go, well, damn, that, well, I'm not nearly as good as this guy or this lady or this mm -hmm. kid even. <laughs> This like 18 year old kid who's just jumped <laughs> on the scene. I'm nowhere near as good as them. I better get my skates on. I better like start looking at um, practicing, doing some studies and all this stuff. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't ever get better at um, painting, probably. Do I would do it do for think, fun. But... Do you think you'll ever get rid of, or would you ever want to get rid of imposter syndrome? I, so I mean, it's a, it's a sick superpower. No. It's, like a, it's, a, it's a curse. It's a, it's a bit of it. I, I would want to get rid of it because, I mean, it's nice when you go into... Sometimes I will go into work and I'll just be like, you know what, I got this. This is, this is fine. This is within my... And it's a nice feeling and you can do it and you do a good job. The flip side is if you do that all the time, you don't ever think, oh, yeah, I'm... You know, if you're always thinking, oh, yeah, I'm fine, I've got this, and you kind of don't got this. <laughs> then you just coast. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you're driving around and, you know... You, you you're not very good at, you can't drive <laughs> you know that's a dangerous situation you need to you need to look at the other people on the road and think they can actually drive maybe i should um i should be more like these people mm -hmm. um that was a weird analogy and that doesn't work in every no situation. i liked it and that's why people are here for the weird analogies and the water world references uh, and me being hung over all the time i thought we got complaints about the water world uh, probably more, more than likely from kevin yeah, costner we... didn't we hear from his people we certainly did not. And also, we're going to make ourselves, uh, you know, sort of liable if we keep saying that he's he's in contact with the show. Really? Oh, what? Is that I'm actually... But I'm sure he is in contact with the show. I'm sure he's been... I'm sure that. in some capacity, he's definitely attuned to what we're doing here. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> in, some, in some capacity, in he some knows. Capacity. He yeah. knows exactly what's going on. He knows. It's a conspiracy. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure in some Imagine... kind of a way that he knows us and he likes us and do he knows think, what's going on here. Do you think Kevin Costner is, I mean, currently experiences imposter syndrome? Oh, then now that is a good question. Now we're getting into it. Yeah. Uh, I think he does, you know. I think he does. 
I think Kevin Costner, and not this is, doesn't go for all celebrities and, and actors, but he mm. looks no. like a self-reflective kind of guy. I think he he looks at his performance and he goes, you know what? I'm not sure about that one. Was that good? I don't know. Maybe, okay, all right. Know. The flip side, do you think Nicolas Cage uh, experiences imposter syndrome? <laughs> I think that's too easy, man. You've picked a real... Uh, we're going to polarise people, the, but he obviously doesn't have, he doesn't have imposter syndrome. He just does whatever he feels like. <laughs> and you know what? That's fine. You look at Nicolas Cage and you say, yeah, he's, he's had a successful career. I mean... Okay, so... So who would you rather be? Would you rather be Kevin Costner or Nicolas Cage? Oh, come on. I'd rather be Nicolas Cage because he's having a much better time. He's having a, he looks like he's having a better time. Um, you know, that's the flip side. I mean, ignorance is bliss. I'm not saying Nicolas Cage is a terrible actor. He is actually... I actually really love Nicolas Cage as an actor. I do. I actually do. I love um, Leaving Las Vegas. It's one of my favourite films. I could films. eat a peach for hours. Yeah, of course. Face Off, one of the best. But... At the same time, maybe some of his performances could have done, he could have watched them back and yeah. been like, oh, was that too much? I don't know. Mm. Did I go too far there? So, I mean, that's why I never listened to this podcast, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if I did, I would just be constantly self-examining. Or any other podcast for that matter. Yeah, but I, who has Except time? Except for Serial or whatever podcasts. it was. Serial was great. Oh, so I, I can't believe that you've <laughs> chosen Nicolas Cage over Kevin Costner, to be honest. It's a bit of a revelation yeah. for me. Well, no, no, I, no, there's, there's a distinction here. I would rather be uh, Nicolas Cage in terms of his, like, ability to just say... Not care. Yeah, not care. I, everyone wants that, like, the ability to just say... I see other people yeah, but doing you just said earlier well. on that you wanted to get rid of your imposter syndrome, and yet now you're saying you want to be Nicolas Cage. So you are... You're lying. Is what you're doing? No, no, no. That's that's what I mean. Like Nicolas Cage doesn't have imposter syndrome. Yeah, but you said you so didn't he... want to get rid of it. Uh, did I say that? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> you're like we, my, I, opi again, my opinion has changed. There's no way of telling whether I said that or didn't say that. Um, so th there you is. Know, it's, there is. I'll play it back later. There's zero opportunity to do that. Nice. I'm not going to listen to this back. You're not going to do it. Nice. I'm afraid the information is lost. Uh, so I didn't say that. I, I can say that. That's fake news. Uh, Do you <laughs> think... I'm trying to think We're living any... in an era where you can say it's fake news even though it's recorded. You can Jeez. just play it back. Exactly. You can do whatever you want. Donald. Donald um, does not have imposter syndrome. Donald doesn't even know what's going on. Well, no, he's a really good example of someone who doesn't have... He must just, like, have no self-awareness and just think he's the absolute nuts. Mm. Um and I guess people are telling him that as well. Because you get people who are hardcore fans of his who say, oh, Donald, that was brilliant, great, great speech. Okay, and but then, you know, apply that to your, like, your illustration. Like, if you had someone come well, up to you and be like, dude, I love your work, it's amazing. But then you're sort of like going, oh, I, I don't know, well, like, I can look, see places where I can, I can maybe, like, get better. But they are adamant that you are the best artist that you've ever... Well, that they've ever Maybe come across. It comes and back they... to being mummy's best boy. It mm -hmm. all comes back to being mummy's best boy. So if your parents or your your family or your friends are say, constantly saying, yeah, man, you're really good, you're great, love, love your work and all this stuff, that's awesome. And they're obviously being supportive, but... But are they creating the if, right conditions? Well, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt because your friends, they're your family. Of course they're going to say your work is fantastic. Um, and it, maybe it is. It probably is good. But you've also got to look at everyone else in the field and, and say, 
yeah, it's great. I can do that. Lovely. But is it up to par with the current industry on, standard? On a side note, I just want to uh, inform the listeners that uh, every single time I bring up anything sort of, you know, to do with creative illustration and all of that sort of stuff, uh, my family immediately remark on how talented Oliver is. Um, <laughs> and they have never uh, once no. sort of really uh, over the last... No, know, 10 years they don't do really that. That give, is giving me any praise whatsoever for any oh of my, my, God. my illustration oh my pursuits. God. This is something you need to talk to your therapist about. But, you can't be bringing this up on a, on a podcast. But all the time they're like, oh, your friend Oliver, is he still, is he still doing his, uh, his drawings? They are incredible. I remember, yeah, and the, your dad was like, oh, yeah, is he still doing those drawings? Is he still as handsome as he was? He's so much more handsome mm. than you, Ewan. I know. Ah, I wish... I have I have imposter son. syndrome whenever I'm around you now. I'm like, oh no, I'm I'm oh. not I'm not talented at all. <laughs> no, you've got imposter syndrome for being you and Brock. Because uh, yeah. your dad thinks I should be you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dad thinks that you uh, you should be his son, his heir. Yeah. Yeah. Uh look, this is getting really weird. Uh yeah. <laughs> I mean you do you get imposter syndrome then? Uh, like when you're doing you, starting a new job? Again. With my uh, professional work, which is all sort of, you know, digital namby-pamby, you know, code and all that malarkey, I don't really, but it's because I know that there's always a solution there. But then on the flip side, for creative illustration work, constantly. Although, of late, I'm not as bothered about it. There's not as much heavy reliance on it being a particularly, you know, finished or... it, It doesn't have to be good. In a, in a way it doesn't have to I don't know make money really because I'm I'm making enough money from the other sides of Ewan's broad oh, yeah. skill set yeah. um, so I don't I, I'm not as sort of precious about it and I'm just doing things because I want to do it and that in itself is quite liberating and I feel that probably I'm making better work because of that yeah that's an interesting point I'm like, not. I mean, I'm not trying to keep up with anyone. I'm not trying to like yeah. run a race. I'm doing a marathon at the moment, and I'm pacing myself, and I'm going at my own speed. Yeah, I mean that. That's the thing. I mean, I come. I'm saying these things, and I, you know, I don't believe in trying trying to compare yourself to others too much. As in, that's a that's going to be a painful process. Except for your brothers, you compare yourself to your own brothers constantly. Well, God, there's no point in trying to compare myself to. Um, <laughs> Again, this is for my therapist. Shout out uh, to the brothers. Shout out to my much more successful brothers. uh, (laughs) Who will not be listening. is a millionaire. Yeah, he hasn't hasn't had time to listen to this podcast. (laughs) Too busy making money. Uh, Wow. Uh, I've got to keep a lid lid on that stuff. Um, Yeah, but yeah, you shouldn't compare yourself too much to to other people, I guess. It's just that it, it... I don't know, man. So sometimes I get sent portfolios mm-hmm. from from younger young people, which is awesome. Like, and I love I love looking through your portfolio, and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to apply for, I'm going to apply to um, Disney. Like, I'm, I'm going to wreck your career." No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, and I'll, especially if they're really good, I'll tell them, I'll say, "Look, it's gonna you're going to have to work in Starbucks, I'm afraid." Yeah, look, kid, this ain't going to work. You're out. not. This just isn't for you, especially if they're way better than me. <laughs> Then I'll say, you know what you should do? You should just delete everything on your computer, <laughs> sell all your art stuff, and never, ever darken my door. As a career. 
Mm. Yeah. No, no, no. What I do, so they'll send it through, and, it, and it's, you know, some of the work will always be, there'll always be positive things to say about it. But sometimes there's no self awareness. They'll, they'll be at a level which obviously will be nowhere near the level you need to get into, say, to work at Disney. Yeah. There's a certain level you need to be to work at Disney, mm-hmm. doing animation or, or character design or something, or at a games company. You, you just need to be at a certain, because the art director will look at your work and say, no, man, I'm, you're, obviously you can't come to work here because we need it to be at a certain level to make the game or the film. Yeah. And they'll send me a portfolio and, I'll, and I'll, it's difficult because I'll be like, it's good, but you need to work for another few years on this stuff because but it then, takes years to do well, this stuff to get good. The flip side of that, though, is that if you don't try, if you don't reach out and you don't at least put yourself forward you're certainly never going to get picked. And I think that's where imposter syndrome can really sort of hamstring what you're yeah. trying to achieve. I think you yeah. should be very blindly stubborn and just pursue and push for things that you aspire to get. Try and get them, even though perhaps you may feel in yourself that you're not as qualified to get those sorts of things. But, you know. Yeah, just... yeah, no, I see, what you, I see what you're saying. Don't yeah. allow imposter syndrome to sort of limit your ex, uh, your your I don't know your wants, your, your potential, your, your, and your, your potential. Yeah. I was going to say dreams. Follow I've your dreams. I got one more thing to add though mm-hmm. to that, which is follow your. You dreams. could be so one of the one of the good things about examining yourself and examining your. Um, I'm not talking about for STDs or anything. Like that. I mean, self-examination. <laughs> you also need to do that um, and regulate as well. Oh God. Um, but you can cut that bit out. I mean, that's just a public service. That's a big old imposter syndrome right there. That's that's one big yeah. old. There you go. I mean, <laughs> look, if you if it's starting to itch down there, you need to probably get it checked out. And mm-hmm. um, you know, that's that's medical wow. Advice. This is for it. our health podcast. Yeah, we need to save that for that one. But if you're if you are you pursue if you go down a route which you're clearly not. It's just you've been doing it for years, right? And it's not it's not yeah. working. It's not good. You're not getting better for whatever reason, but you are good at this other thing that you're not kind of pursuing. So you can go, you can kind of keep pursuing. I see some people keep pursuing a certain line of stuff mm-hmm. or, or a bit of a career where that's not their strong suit at all. And they're, and they don't even enjoy it that much, but they got it in their head. They want to do that. And it's like a kind of, they see other people and they think, Oh yeah, they're enjoying it. It's really good. You know, Everyone wants to work at Disney and be a character designer. Are we talking Disney about your, your, your sort of aspirations to become a professional uh, Rocket League uh, player? Look, I didn't want to make this personal, mm-hmm. but yeah, obviously I was referring to my Rocket League career, yeah. which is, that's my strong suit. And mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been pursuing art. I'm not great at it. I knew that. I should be focusing on my Rocket League career. Yeah. And that's what's going to make me the money. That's what's going to get me the accolades. And, you know, I abandoned it for a long time. I'm having a kid. I'm not meant to be playing PlayStation, but I think I need to pick it back up. Get rid of that imposter syndrome. Get back onto the old uh, PlayStation or Xbox. We allow any and all consoles. No, just PlayStation. No. Okay. Well, uh, have you got a final thought (laughs) before we go, Oliver? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I sound like I've been like, oh, don't pursue your dreams and all that stuff, because that's, that's, but that's cynical. You know what I'm like. I'm actually what, what would you like idealistic. To, what would you like to tell the listener who right now is experiencing or feeling imposter syndrome? The, to be honest, it's a good thing, because it's going to push you to, to, to look at your work. And 
and, and get better at it. But at the same time, don't let it cripple you and know that no one knows what they're doing. So you look around the room and you're like, oh my God, everyone knows what they're doing. You know what? I guarantee everyone else has got the same feelings and they're all thinking, Jesus Christ, how did I get into the this The doctor position? in the operating theatre is he's very well, confidently slashing away. But oh actually, my God. no idea what he's doing. No, no, no. The he's doctor checking, hopefully he's, he's checking YouTube knows. videos on his phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He's like cutting you open. He's like with a shaky hand. He's got this phone in one hand. And the nurse is like, doctor, uh, what, what, what's going on? And he's like, just, just fine. It's fine. I, I know what I'm doing. The freelance doctor. Yeah. Big shout out to all the freelance doctors out there. Yeah. Must be a lot of them. <laughs> uh, I'm not entirely uh, sure that I've got a final thought this week. Well, you need to have a. That's. I don't do need mean? to. I I I can do whatever I want. That's no, my no, final thought. That's my no, final no, no, thought. No, 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 I no. Can that's do... lame. Come on, you're mm. you're shortchanging people. Okay, final thought. Um, if you do experience and have imposter syndrome, awesome. Harness it. Use it. Like like Ollie said, if you can get yourself to an elevated, uh, I don't know, thought process whereby you're not comparing yourself to others man, I think your life would be a lot easier and you will focus on doing things that make you happy as opposed to trying to play catch up with someone who you might, you might conquer it. You might get to that place where the people that you're looking up to are and then actually you'll look back and perhaps not be as satisfied with where you got to. I like it. That's, you know what? I agree with that. There you go. Yeah. Ewan is so... So incredibly hungover. It's been 30 minutes. I am so glad that I held on to the end. Um, so thank wise. you, Oliver, for, for carrying this episode. You're a real trooper. <laughs> and I aspire to be more like you because my parents consistently compare me to you in terms of talent and success. Yes. Uh, and physical... Physical... Endowment. Physical... Endowment. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say prowess, but I like that. Yeah, prowess, whatever. Prowess and uh, endowment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, just, Ewan, please don't try and compare yourself to me because uh, clearly, <laughs> clearly, I have already exceeded. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, the only thing I have that is better than you is mm -hmm. my beard. The amount that of is hair true, on my actually. face. And it's not even better, it's just more of it. And on Disgusting. your head, you are a hairy individual. Yeah, but I'm, I'm starting to recede. It's a bit embarrassing. I'm starting to look like Bill Bailey. <laughs> uh, not that there's anything wrong with looking like Bill Bailey, but uh, it's getting a little bit... You just defended like Bill kind of, now. Bill listens to the show. I look like the drummer of a prog rock band in the 70s. Well, um, from me, Kevin Costner, and uh, Nicholas Cage over there, thank you very much for listening. And, uh, oh, yeah, well, reach out on all the social media stuff and leave us a review, please. Is that it? That's the You're not yeah. even going to list all the... No. Nah, oh, you just want to... You're desperate to keep it under 30. Terrible. It's 31-ish minutes, and I want to go and lie down. So we're, we're calling it. Music's we're going. We're calling it. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Bye. Are you cutting it? Yep. Bye. Oh. <laughs>